You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now, being broadcast in over 30 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 176 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. This microphone stinks. Uh, you can follow us on... I like use a different... It's the only one. Like that. Okay. Can't sit here. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Beyond Pod, Stitcher, and Player.fm by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, for Twitter, the main site is at WN Source. We are at WNS Podcast, and that's the important one. Follow us. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore There you go. Follow them. Welcome to the show. Got a lot to talk about. Going to dive into some feedback. Got your... Q&A everybody, as well. Everybody in the pool. Got some to- Total Divas this week. It's Yay. back. It's back, back, The back. return of Total Divas just before. They're, how many? They have, they're running out of episodes, right? Uh, this next, this coming Sunday will be part one of the season finale. Ooh, All right. So we'll have to <laughs> yes, dive yes. into that in a little bit. Also some Legends House. Talk about some raw and hot topics. How you guys doing? You guys doing all right? I'm sleepy. Yeah. I'm pretty tired too. I don't know. It's like we sat down, we came in here, and it just whew, went out. Blech. I don't know. Doug, how are you doing? I'm tired too. Yeah, it's been a been a long long day. Yep. Yeah. I'm supposed to be off tomorrow, but they're making me work. Ew. That's no. So now I'm feeling like super tired. No boy. Yeah. Why would they do that to you? I guess they're dicks. Because they're, they're motherfuckers. So. Welcome to the show. Motherfucking dicks. <clears throat> Let's dive on into uh, to the feedback. Had uh, had quite a bit this week, especially pertaining to what we talked about uh, in the Top Rope Tuesday Clutch City Productions Challenge. So uh, really glad to, to hear some of the turnout that we got. Uh, you know, first first bit of feedback we have is coming from Thomas saying Seamus officially turned face on July 29, 2011, on SmackDown, answering Mark Henry's call for a challenge and stated that Henry was a bully. That's our boy Loson dropping the facts on us. Fact checker. Yes. Statistician. Uh-huh. Fellow OCD haver. Mm-hmm. My boy Thomas Loson. The one who drops it low, son. Yes. So uh, so thank you for that. Uh, next bit of feedback is coming to us from Tina saying, Seth had me listen to your show after explaining how you shared his love for Kali. I was very concerned, but I did really like your show. You need to make Seth an official WNS slash Kali ambassador. Um, well, he's pretty much already the ambassador already. He is the Kali ambassador. Yeah, and it does so. have ass in it, so yeah, yes. you could definitely say Seth is the ambassador. Thanks for uh, liking our show, though. Yes, thanks for checking us out. We certainly appreciate it. And I'm what do sure. You, the, you think the odds of this lady? I'm sure the check stays in the around. Uh, I don't know. I think she sticks around. She likes the show. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. three episodes max, maybe. I'm, Prove I'm, me wrong. I'm saying one and done. One and done. One and done. Paid we'll by Seth to to come in and praise Kali. I don't think it's one of Seth's catfish accounts. I think it's a real person. But he probably. By the way, Seth, we're on to what you're doing. He uh, probably put her up pants. to it though. Bad pants, yeah. 
So, uh, but thank you for commenting nonetheless, Tina. We do appreciate it. Uh, next bit of feedback's coming to us from Daniel Deering, saying, easy question this time around. As I'm sure we all learned in second grade, cyborgs are impervious to the powers of the occult C? Uh, of the occult. See section B, line 10 of a good of a guide to storyline logic by Vince Russo. Thus, Cyborg Danielson would god smash Demon YY. So, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Especially you, Tyler, because this is your this is your brainchild. Seems legit. Yeah. Well, he what he said he uh, checked out the. Uh, I mean, if it's if it's there in the book, if it's in the book, I if mean, it's in the guide, you know, Loson, check that, check yeah, that yeah, out. Yeah, okay, Loson will double check that. <laughs> But uh, I, I think it seems legit. I hear it's we'll, a hard book to find, but it is possible. Yeah, well, it seems legit, but we'll get our fact checker to check on that. So. There you go. So, Thanks, uh, Daniel. Thank you very much. Uh, next one is coming to us from Alan from Stitcher saying, Hey, guys, no, I am not Seth. Alan is my real name. I've only drank the Kali aid and become a Kaliver. I'm with Tyler on Robo Brian, and Rye Baxel has become one of my favorite teams recently because of their chemistry as of late. Great job, as always. How has Seth gotten himself over to all these I people? have no <laughs> idea. He was the most hated man. Guys, remember what he said about Tex-Mex. We cannot forget. Well, we don't also, we don't know what the newer, newer uh, listeners think about Tex-Mex. So. That's true. But uh, I guess before you know it, there's going to be a, a Seth podcast. Oh my God. This is becoming out of hand. We might have to try and he, put a he, he definitely has a little cult going on. Yeah, he's got he's got his little followers, Kalevers, Kalevers. Whatever. I like that though. Kalevers. No, stop encouraging it, Tyler. <laughs> no. I also, I'm pretty sure Alan is a real person too. Yes. He just said it, but that could be <laughs> bullshit. He says that he's not. But <laughs> no, I believe that Alan's a real person too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Tina person is a. Real person, but I'm pretty sure paid off by Seth. Right. Yeah. He's got some dirt over. Bad pants is a total catfish account. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I figured that one out during the the Twitch. uh, It's exactly what he would have said. Yeah. Typical, typical bad pants. Um, Next next uh, bit of feedback we have is from Stephen Jones saying Robot Kali versus Robot Daniel Bryan for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. That's tough, but you know Daniel Bryan when he could chop down trees, so yeah. he's not a question. And with a robotic arm, yeah, he wasn't, no he wasn't posing a question. Oh. He was just making a demand. He was, yeah, uh, making demand. You know, well, he, it's one if, of those book okay. events. If he know. could chop down trees by himself and he's not a robot, think what he could do when he's like a, a cyborg. He could, and chop that down. would that would allow more people in the cyborg division with Kali being cyborg division, a cyborg title. Yeah, the internet title. <laughs> So, thank you for the feedback. Next bit of feedback we have is from Bad Pants, a.k.a. more than likely Seth Rickson. Catfishing Seth Rickson. (laughs) Great podcast. I am glad that I finally found a wrestling podcast that does not make fun of Kali. It is great that you guys treat him with such respect. He is a nice guy that gives his all to entertain us. I'm going to start a Seth Rickson parody Twitter account. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to start a Catfishing Seth Rickson. Reth um, Sixon? It's going to be a Seth Rickson uh, role-playing account. <laughs> Reth Sixon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So, uh, which, by the way, uh, Lana, WWE's legs. Follows they, us now? They, no, still doesn't follow. <laughs> what the fuck? Get only on follows, that. It only follows Lana. That's the only person. Oh, okay. Because it follows Lana wherever she goes. Right, right. You know, because it's her legs that doesn't we can create a, tweet uh, as her legs. We can create a Lana WNS but podcast. But did favorite page. another one of our tweets. So, that was nice. <laughs> 
Are you using a hashtag or he's just finding these? Just finding them. I'm using WWE and Raw for, okay. the, for the hashtags. So he's just scrolling through Just those. looking for people what talking about Lana. So what's going on with Paige's ass? I don't know. I haven't looked lately. <laughs> so. so Lana's legs doesn't follow Paige's ass either? I don't believe so. Just Lana, huh? Yeah. Just Lana. It makes sense. Yeah. It would. You know. So they need to do something about like I don't know how you put like Jeff Jarrett's D's nuts or something like that. We could be Collie's chin. Collie's chin. Stop encouraging or this. Or Collie's I don't know. <laughs> Collie's war cry. <laughs> wow. At ba dot <laughs> dot com. Um, final bit of feedback we have is from Eight Luke S. Babyface Luke. <laughs> yeah. Um, also a drinker of the Kool Aid. I'm pretty sure he's a real person and not Seth though. <laughs> yes. Uh, a. Luke S. says, Who would win out of Brian and Wyatt? Kali, obviously. Hashtag push Kali. Seth is just a messenger. Kali is love. Kali is life. Hashtag follow the Kalis. No Kali, no peace. No Kali, <laughs> no peace. <laughs> so this is just getting out of hand already. Is uh, it? Is yeah, it? It's already gotten out of hand. The fact that you guys encourage it just makes it worse. The fact that I can't sway either of you to go two-thirds anti-Kali. Look, we're like John Cena. We're not going to change how we are just yeah. because the crowd's acting all fucked up. Never give yeah. up. Also, loyalty, respect. <laughs> a lot of people respect Kali. Walk, chop, bah. There you go. Vice grip. Vice grip. Yeah. You could do something like that. So thanks for the feedback, all you Kalivers or whatever y'all want to call yourself. Oh, God. So, uh, let's, in the ball. let's dive on into Raw. Um, kicking off things. We that were, was like much less Kali and way more. Kill. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I got those mixed up. Turned down for what? So, uh, uh <laughs> but, uh, but Raw coming to us from the, uh, from London this week. Uh, it was a pre tape show. Did, uh, Ben went to the Raw and he went to SmackDown? And SmackDown, yes. Cool, cool. So, having all kinds of fun. I have a question. Um, okay. When they're in the UK, yes. does it air live there, or do they still have to go home and wait till like 3 in the morning to watch it? I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to ask Ben if he watched it. So, um, I would assume that it would air at its normal time. That sucks. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, look, there we are. Let's watch it in five hours. It's like, oh, fuck it. Uh, I already saw it live. I'm not going to stay up to watch it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I uh, heard there was a lot of editing uh, as far as audio-wise, especially, like, during the Stephanie McMahon promo, uh, that there was a huge CM Punk chant that broke out, and they completely edited it out. But uh, Can't you know, have that. Nah, I guess not. So um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But we kick things off with the uh, opening segment or whatever. Um, Raw gets interrupted by Bray Wyatt standing in the middle of the uh, of the ring delivering a promo, talking about what it was like growing up and how his teacher was rude to him and said he was evil. She could see how evil he was. And Demon Bray Wyatt. Demon Bray Wyatt, that's right. And uh, Bray Wyatt basically saying, I am evil. Um, but, you know, I'm... Does he-, he see no evil? See no evil, <laughs> starring Kane. Um, you, know, I, you know, it was an excellent promo. Um, very good mic work. Um, and he he tagged it on to the last man standing match between he and uh, and John Cena. So at least you know we can say well, what is he really trying to say? Well, he's you know talking about how evil he can he can be, and then you know 
he's going to be the last man standing no matter what. Um, but that prompted John Cena's music to hit. Harper and Rowan go to the outside, and Cena sneaks up behind and delivers an AA to, to Bray Wyatt. So what did you guys think about this uh, the opening segment? Uh, well, I had a lot of problems with it. Um, I he I don't know if Bray himself writes his promos or someone from the writing team writes his promos or if it's a collaborative collaborative effort. Mm. But uh, there's a couple of things I wish they would figure out. Um, he seems to want to be. Okay, he's he mentions in this promo that he is just evil, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, mm. but <clears throat> he's evil. He he sort of like likens himself to just a force of nature where he he's evil. He just exists as evil because without evil there is no good. Without good there is no evil. He just he's there to balance out the world. Right. So he makes himself to be out some sort of like force of nature, and then he also in his promo. <clears throat> talks about uh, coming up as a child and um, how he feels uh, he was mistreated or abused or, you know, whatever he's getting at <clears throat> in a way that in a way that he became evil or he was mm -hmm. he was sort of he, he transformed into something evil over time. Uh, to me, that contradicts like it, each other. Um you either you can't ex just you can't just exist if your if your motivation of, of, as a character to me is that you can either just exist because evil exists because without it there is no good and it just balances the world out. I think that's fine if you just want to go that route, but you can't play that off of you know I've I've been created or I've transformed into something evil because I think it contradicts each other. Um, to me, it's sort of like. It's sort of like they want him to be Joker and like Magneto at like the same time, mm -hmm. like uh, which I which I don't think that's a line that you can straddle, um, in the sense that like or at least like movie Joker where they're he, you know Alfred gives him the speech where he's like some guys just want to see you know the world burn or mm -hmm. whatever and that is that's to me just saying like some guys are just evil there is no rhyme or reason you can't figure it out and I liken that to the part where he says he just exists as evil to balance out the world. Right. Uh, like the Magneto stuff, I kind of like, there's sort of like um, a transformation happened. Like Magneto was wrong. There is the whole concentration. Uh, there's the whole like concentration camp stuff. There's the whole, uh, his, his people were, um, you know, mistreated and he's standing up for his people, but he's so like overcome with like, a need for vengeance that he becomes an extremist and he, um, he takes it too far and maybe he's sympathetic in the beginning because you can see where he was wronged and where he was coming from. But then, uh, he's blinded by like his need to, you know, revolution. Right. So he takes it too far and then he becomes not a good guy anymore. Right. It, it doesn't matter how good your intentions are for a certain point. Right. So I feel like they're trying to butt these two things up against each other and it doesn't, I don't think you can play it both ways. I think you pick one or the other. Right. And, um, Still, I've been saying this for a long time now, but he still hasn't, to my satisfaction, said what his problem with Cena is. He has, he sort of said, like, even in this promo, he mentions that um, you have a, a plastic smile and, you know, sort of saying, well, 
you put on this front as a hero, but everyone hates you. Like everyone around you he's hates just, you. He's saying things that he doesn't like about him. Not right. Just give him why he, uh, I guess, like why he truly. Well, he, he, from my understanding of his of his promo work is that his his thing with Cena is he likens him to a false a false idol or a fake person or someone who's smiling in all these people's faces that hate him. <clears throat> and his problem with him is that he's fake. But I mean. Cena rebuttal to that was like, I am who I am. And no matter what these people say, this is who I am. I don't change about, they have the right to say what they want to say. And I don't have to change just because of that. And to me, that's a perfectly fine rebuttal and it's actually a good rebuttal. But then Bray hasn't said anything after that. So if, if, if he doesn't have a comeback to that rebuttal for why he doesn't like Cena anymore, then that's like kind of a shitty character to me. Like you're a shitty foe. If you can't, if you can't rebuttal the first thing that he comes back with you at, then where, what is your motivation? Why do you really not like him? And this kind of stuff, I think, can fly in, like, week one of a feud, week two of a feud, maybe even three weeks in, but we're in month three of this feud, and yeah. he hasn't established, to my liking, why he does, why he hates this man. I think just this whole feud together has failed. Uh, just because it's, you know, like you said, they don't they don't – you know, take take from the uh, the steel cage match that they had. It was supposed to be Cena's last chance to stop Bray Wyatt from getting the message out. Uh, you know, and he was going to do whatever he could to stop that. And instead, he tries to run away and climb out of the cage. He didn't try and just stop the message inside the cage. Um, you know, and then they had the whole confusion thing with the kids, and just you know, they're they're they found something that got the crowd excited with the kids singing and all that and they just lost focus because of that they're like oh let's have a kid you know sing in front of the stairs and that'll creep cena out because you know here you know the 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 kids are my fans and then they're just like oh crap well now where do we go um i don't know it's just well i mean to touch on what you're talking about with the cage stuff i I did not like that about cena i don't think that was the route the right uh, approach to take exactly because i don't like uh that from a baby face but as far as the feud as a whole, it's not Cena's role to establish the drama and the, and the conflict in this. It's it's Bray because mm-hmm. all Cena Cena's is justified in saying these guys targeted me because they they initiated it. They mm-hmm. targeted me on tw- on two occasions, and then they started trying to 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 like badmouth me and turn the people the people who do like me against me. Yeah, which he already acknowledges that some people like him and some people don't, but. That's all. That's all he has to say. Yeah, he he. It's not his job to further the feud. Like Bray has to. It's Bray's job to establish a reason that he doesn't like him mm-hmm. at this point. And I don't mean literally Bray Wyatt and literally John Cena. I mean whoever is writing this. Um, whoever has this input. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And it's. I think what <coughs> happened is that whoever was in charge of developing the character watched what happened at WrestleMania because Bray didn't start seeing whole world in his hands that was on harper's jacket and so the people started singing it and swaying and going along with it and then bray kind of took it in and then he started singing it you know so it wasn't anything that was given out by bray so they they were like oh listen to the crowd how they're reacting for bray wyatt let's have him sing that now and let's get some kids to do it so they they took where he was going and completely sideswiped it 
to go somewhere else and it's not working. I don't have so much a problem with them like playing off of something that caught on, but that can't be mm-hmm. the only thing that they're doing. Because his original his original intent was to get the the monster that's inside, you know, John Cena to appear. You know, show but me show me he, that rage. Show why? to show people that you know he's not Mister Nice Guy. You know, he he's intense, but you know we know that there's something darker within. You know, but but why? But I mean, why does why to, does it to matter? show the world? But why that's does it, it matter to him to show the rules? I'm saying. You know. But I mean, I'm saying like that. Right. That's a perfectly valid story. If Bray can all can explain why he needs to show the world, John Cena is not the guy he says he is. Basically, to say you know don't don't believe this guy. You know, I've shown these people the truth, so they should follow me. He's but, trying to get the people to turn. But he doesn't say that. Him. He says he says. Uh, uh, well, I'm just evil because evil exists to balance out the good in the yeah. world. And uh, this stuff about my teacher when I was... He doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. So it's not a story. Like, yeah. it's it's not... I like mean, I said, they, they, they got so derailed and then he'll go out and cut this amazing mic work, you know, but it's... He's like, a good speaker, but yeah. he's not saying anything. Right. And it's just... Then all, then all he has to do is just sing. And he's not a very good singer. But he just goes out and sings. Yeah, but the, it, him being a bad singer works for his character. Yeah. Also, to be cryptic, to be cryptic. I would be perfectly fine with him if he just stuck with the, I'm the Joker. I mean, I don't literally need him to say I'm the Joker. If he just says, if he just took on the, I'm I'm fine. Like, just I am just exist because evil exists in the world. Because without evil, there is no good. If he just said that, if he's if he's just there to fuck everything up, mm-hmm. that's all the explanation I need. Yeah. But they're trying to to make it more than that or add to that, and they're to me it contradicts like the other stuff, and right, and, and it just makes things too messy. Yeah, trying to do too much at once. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a, it becomes a cluster, and you know it's been a feud that's drawn out for so long like how many more I'm times is, to end. yeah how many more times are we going to see cena versus harper and cena versus harper and rowan and, two more months yeah i want to i think uh, cena and harper work pretty well together they do i can't invest myself in this feud though because they they won't give me what i need to invest they mm-hmm. won't establish motivation yeah so it's just uh just kind of crazy i don't know i don't know where they're going but yeah, looking looking forward to the end. But uh, next up, we got to see Paul Heyman come out with Cesaro, uh, cut a promo, tease the fans, do his shtick about uh, uh, Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker, um, and that led into uh, Cesaro going up against Sheamus for the uh, for the opening contest. This I felt was a very uh, was a very strong matchup. Uh, I'd like to see these guys, you know, have a longer match, be able to throw more out there. Um, but these guys put on a good matchup. Uh, Sheamus ended up getting a victory off of the distraction from uh, from Paul Heyman, and that's something you know we don't normally see. But I I don't like that. You know, it, it makes it makes Sheamus seem like he can be easily distracted for a for a loss. You know, um, but Cesaro ended up getting the win with a German suplex. Uh, went into a bridge. So that's something we definitely haven't seen in a while. Um, or you know, as as far as a finish goes, we haven't seen a, a German suplex do that. But um, since what Kurt Angle, maybe. But uh, after the matchup, Sheamus offered a handshake, saying, "Hey man, you got me on that one." 
And uh, Cesaro does the little sly, oh, you know, too, too cool for you. It is uh, too cool for him. Yeah. So, uh, but what did you guys think about the matchup and the uh, and the handshake unshook? Uh, I left and well, I came back and I saw the uh, German suplex, mm-hmm. which I I liked. Yeah. And yeah, Cesaro's web uh, too cool for Seamus. <laughs> How about you, Dan? Um, it was a good match. Um, I appreciate the effort they're putting into. Um, not only crowd control, like um, Cesaro's reaction as a heel, but also, I guess, um, try to make him actually act like a heel. He did a lot of stalling. He powdered, mm. like, maybe four times before they got down to business. He took about four powders, and uh, I thought for a minute it seemed like the fans were pretty irritated by it. And I, I thought, I don't know, like, I'm not saying he needs to do, like, Zabisco-esque stalling or anything, but... To get in the ring, but um, I appreciate the effort to to be booed. Um, I want a heel to try to be booed, and I think that will, in the right crowds, that will that will get under people's skin and will work to his advantage. Yeah, and I appreciate the effort. Um, they were originally very, or at least through a majority of the match, they were sol- solidly behind Cesaro. Well, I think um, in this day and age, one of the only surefire ways to get a to get a heel reaction is to deny the people. Uh, good athletic wrestling, mm-hmm. and if they know that you're capable of it, but you're not doing it, uh, it's almost like pisses them off. So um, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with Sheamus being distracted because I think it plays into building Cesaro as a true heel, yeah. which that was what I would That's like. Advantage of any situation, right? Um, I don't know. I there are guys who do German suplexes, uh, not as a finish, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was intended to be established as a finisher, though. I think it was just a just a one time. Right, thing. right, right. But I mean, like you know, and that's something that I think we need more of, you know, because we've had for too many years now the finisher where people kick out of, you know, you, you don't see just a normal, you know, I mean, you see the roll ups every once in a while, but you know, how often do you see just a good bridge pin or you know some other kind of of pen that's not the finisher, you know. I, th- I think we should see more of this. I think we should kind of go a little more back to basics so that the finishers have more meaning rather than just a weekly, oh, that's, you know, that's the end. So, oh, no, he didn't because he kicked out three more times. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Someone needs that? to bring it back. Bring it back. Or a group of people. Yeah. So, what did you think about the, uh, the little sly under the hand Oh, I was into it. Yeah. yeah, I was I was cracking up at that. Yeah. I was like, ooh, got a little swag to him. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Cesaro ends up getting the win. Takes us into the next matchup. Big E going up against Ryback in a beat the clock challenge. And I know we've had the discussion on on the show a few times about the beat the clock uh, challenge. Um, how there's a lack of urgency and they seem to be just going through the motions of a regular match. Um, I felt like they. Changed it up a little bit. They showed a little more urgency uh, tonight, or you know, for for this raw. Um, how about you? How about you guys? Did y'all uh, feel? They seemed a little faster for this match, Biggie and Ryback. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends on the match. Uh, specifically, this match. Um, they did make. They did make an effort to make more pinfall attempts, but I didn't feel. But I think there's a difference between making pinfall attempts and, ur- and conveying urgency. Mm-hmm. I really didn't feel like there was much urgency to what they were doing. Uh, but they did make, you know, 
an increased amount of pinfall attempts. So I guess that wasn't their effort. Yeah. But um, it just really wasn't what I think this type of match. Fast offense. Just da, 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 da. It's not just fast af- offense. It's just that you're doing things that you think is gonna are going to end the match. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, like taking unnecessary like bounces off the ropes and stuff. Like, do you need to, you know, hit both sides of the rope? <laughs> and so it's just stuff, little things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But the uh, the first matchup was Big E going up against Ryback. Uh, Big E gets the win. Um, anything to to take away from the matchup? Just a Not short five minute matchup. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it was it was pretty fast. Uh, Especially for these two, you expect sort of a slower-paced matchup uh, between the two muscle guys. Um, but that takes us into our truth and Naomi looking to go up against Fandango and Layla, but it does not happen. I due was to, into him coming out in a Funkadactyls. They're all doing the dance moves. Together. Yeah, I was into that. Saying the "What's up? What's yeah. up? What's up?" So, um, but this match did not happen due to uh, Summer Rae coming out, and um, she ended up kissing Fandango and attacking Layla. So is she fighting for Fandango's love, or is she just? What's the deal with that? What's going on? You guys watch Total Divas. What's the deal? Well, we missed the past two weeks. Oh, and there was nothing on it uh, about this week. So, hmm. So, um, I don't know. It feels like weird because this setup. If you set up a feud in this way, it seems like the payoff is that Summer and him get back together. Hmm. But why would you have this whole thing just to put them back to where you started from? You know what I mean? Right. So uh, we'll just have to see where it goes. We haven't seen enough to make much comment. Okay. But it does does seem very weird. And she's a bird. Bird, yes. Bird, bird. So uh, next up, we got to see Dana hey, Bryan's music. Hmm? That's mean. What if people called you an, some sort of animal? He's I, a bear. Call me some. God damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> so. We call him that on a weekly basis. Yeah, but he doesn't look like a bear. What I look like? Scruff McGruff. No. You look like a bird. I'll take you it. Bird. Bird. What if she's really sensitive about that? No, she's apologize. probably not. Yeah, she's probably used to it. She probably goes to like comic conventions. And people mistake her from the girl from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And ah, oh, bird. Or be like, hey D. It's I was not like, me. He's like, hey, D. Like, that's not D. Yeah. Sweet D. Sweet, Sweet D. D. Yeah. Joke's on me. Uh, but, um, yeah, we hear Daniel Bryan's music. Crowd goes absolutely insane, which is strange because, you know, he just had neck surgery. Yeah, so. Really think so. Oh, no. I know he's not coming out, but it's his music. Yes! yes! So, uh, and Stephanie McMahon comes out, chan- you know, chanting the yes and, uh, yeah, getting, getting quite the booze. Yeah. So uh, she comes out and says that, if she wanted to, she could strip Daniel Bryan of the title and give it to Triple H or Batista. Triple H or Wade Barrett. Or Wade Barrett. And the fans seem to get all behind that. So wait a minute. I got some. Oh, let me play it for you. Yeah. Some bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. Bad news. I like how she did a really bad impression of him. Yeah. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. That wasn't what she sounded like, but still. Yeah. Terrible. Um. Yeah, way to go, fans, for just dumping on Dane O'Brien on that one when she mentioned Wade Barrett. But anyways, um, you know, whatever. Uh, but basically, she wants Dane O'Brien to surrender the title next week. And they did say that Dane O'Brien had successful neck surgery, but he's still, you know, going to be out for, you know, 
probably five or six weeks. He better be at Raw. Yeah. He has to be at Raw to surrender the title. I think this is going to probably bring out Bree, and then Stephanie's going to put her in some sort of matchup to defend for, you know, like, oh, you have to face Tamina Snuka, and if you win, then Brian keeps the title, and if you lose, then he has to surrender it or something. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think they're going to do that. No? I can't see that. I hope they. I hope they don't, but I can see it happening. It would suck if you had to drop the titles. Mm-hmm. So will Daniel Bryan have to drop the title? I think that's the question. Uh, I don't know. I, it seems like the surgery was successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've already had a video with him responding to Triple H saying, oh, you know, he just he couldn't hang. And um, But he did also say that he he wasn't opposed to vacating the titles because it was, was would be what the fans deserve. Mm-hmm. He said he would fight for them again, which is a which is a good, good scrappy babyface thing to say. I like that about it. Yeah. Um, as for, are they actually going to vacate? I don't know. Um, I think it just depends on exactly how long he's going to be out. If they mm-hmm. think they can go a month and a half more without a without a title, um, title match, I don't know. Especially with a pay per view right around right special event right around the corner. Well, they're they're calling it. They call it a pay per view like twice on air. So. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so we'll have to see uh, where that plays out next week. Next up, we got to see the Union Jacks come out and get a very warm ovation uh, as Heath Slater went up against Rusev and uh, get completely destroyed. And uh, Lana was there as well. A great leader, Putin. Yeah, I got a nice boo from that. Yeah. So I don't know. Any anything selling you guys on Rusev? Uh, we haven't seen a real what I we haven't seen him in anything other than squash match. Yeah. yeah. And the rumble, which doesn't count. Right. So anyways, Rusev gets the uh the quick victory over Heath Slater, and that takes us backstage to a shield promo, basically talking about the uh, the nasty cut that uh that Roman Reigns suffered during the uh during the weekend, uh during a live oh, that's, that's a live event. Yeah, nine nine stitches and you know, basically saying, "Is that all you got?" You know, I'm still standing. So, uh, talking about the uh, the upcoming match between Rollins and and Batista. So, pretty good stuff. Uh, the next matchup we got to see RVD going up against Alberto Del Rio in the Beat the Clock Challenge. Uh, RVD got the victory via roll up. Um, I feel like this, there was some commi- miscommunications from these guys during the matchup. Um, there was supposed to be like a rolling thunder that did not happen and <laughs> just, I don't know I guess um, what it looked like, looked like to me is that Del Rio didn't have the proper spacing from the ropes for him to mm-hmm. to get the what he needed the, the distance proper, he needed yeah I don't know he looked like he went for it twice and he didn't hit it either time yeah <clears throat> and he was just like ah oh, screw it I'll just jump and do it right but um, yeah very very odd um, but RVD does end up getting the victory and he becomes the new beat the clock leader um. So yeah, anything, it was another just short matchup. Uh they they did a lot of um, early on the first few minutes. They did um, a lot of aggressive like um, pin attempts. Mm-hmm. But basically, I mean, just once they they need they knew they needed to stall for some time. He grabbed the chin lock and sat down on it. I don't think you can do a rest hold in a match like this. It doesn't yeah. work. 
psychology wise for me. They're like, oh, we're going too too fast. It's not like he went for. I, I don't know when you if you watch like MMA like submissions actually go pretty fast if they actually have it applied mm-hmm. correctly. So it wasn't like uh, one of those like I really caught him with this and I knew I can get a finish out of it. Like right. he just like a chin lock, like a plain ass chin lock. He set, he took his time and set on his. He sat down in the middle of the ring and just looked set like Russell. You know, there was no urgency to it. He didn't look like he even thought he could finish him from that position. So I don't know, other than we know we have to stall for time here. Yeah. What that? Why you would do that? No sense of urgency. Which is why I don't. Which is why I just don't care for these beat the clock challenges. Yeah. Because. The, they do their shit, and then they're like, "Well, we got to kill some time, so we're gonna grab a rest hold." Mm-hmm. And it just really kills the gimmick. I mean, yep. So, anywho, RVD ends up getting the victory and becomes the new leader for the clock. Uh, that takes us into the next matchup: Seth Rollins going up against Batista. Um, and it was supposed to be authoritative figures are only allowed at the ring, so Triple H. You know, allows himself to be the special guest comment or the well, special announcer. Night, no evolution, other no members of Shield and Evolution. Right, um, only people who are you know authoritative can be at the ring. I mean, the commentators, timekeeper, etc. Um, so Triple H decides, hey, I'll make myself special announcer. I believe they said and, official personnel or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it was, and um, something like that. Yeah, and he made. Uh, Randy Orton, official timekeeper. And so Rollins was like, oh, I figured you guys would do something like that, which is why we've got special guest commentators, Rollins or uh, um, Ambrose and Reigns. And so they come down and join the uh, the commentary team and have their match, and it ends up Rollins getting the victory via disqualification, and then a brawl ensues. Um, so what did you guys think about the matchup? Uh, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. My focus was, I mean, all the stuff they were doing, but uh, my focus was kind of like on uh, Dean Ambrose. On yeah, on commentary. Shut up, JBL. Or, <laughs> you know, like just, I mean, he was really, you know, promoting, you know, Seth Rollins and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see. Like, I know, like the Shields coming up and all that stuff, but they're like pretty much even, like kind of like an even match for him. You know? Yeah. I feel like at times. And, you know, I know that they're, you know, trying to help them, you know, put them over and all that stuff. But Yeah. That's one thing I do like about the Shield is that Rollins and Ambrose are both like, you know, take nothing away from these guys. They could easily kick our ass, and they have kicked our ass. But we're still, you know, we're still up for some more punishment, you know. Yeah. So, it's like uh, they can go against, like, because, I mean, they can make it believable and stuff. But, you know, Seth was going against Batista, you know, and, like, a lot of people would think, you know, oh, yeah, Batista would totally destroy him and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but they'd... Holding his own. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Doug? Uh, the match was good before it broke down, and uh, I don't know. I always kind of cringe when they do the whole, uh, oh, yeah, well, I also have the ace in my sleeve. Yeah. But at least, um, I don't know if it was improv or scripted out that way, but at least um, Ambrose made the cover where he's like, oh, yeah, you don't believe us? Go ask Brad Maddox. And they're like, yeah, you're all the Right? And they're like. So at least I thought that he had, I liked that he had that in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was improv or what, but um, More glad. than likely. Because people were like, wait a minute. How, you know, who who authorized it? Because Triple H certainly didn't. Right. But I'm glad that he had an answer. Because yeah. uh, it, it would have come off real shitty if he didn't, he couldn't answer that, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, um. 
I was cool. I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. And I like the brawl. Uh, you know, these guys have some pretty good chemistry together. So, um, you know, expect another good matchup. And their matchup has been deemed a six-person, no-holds-barred elimination match. What um, um what holds are currently barred in the WWE? Are you reading uh, Lance Storm? No, but it's just like one uh, of those things we he, always talk he about. He posted the same yeah. same thing. Uh, low blows, eye rakes, maybe hurt, hurting their fingers. I don't know. No small joint lock? No, yeah. Well, it's just like what we always talk about. These They put these stipulations. What's on the difference the, between a street fight right. and a no holds barred and a Not no Not a goddamn match. thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a last man standing match. The only difference is you got to count the 10 on that one. Um, that match is just going to drag. I hate... Out of all the matches that I dis, you know, out of all the matches that there are, probably a last man standing match is the one I like the least, just because it drags on and on and on. It's always, you know, one, two. The problem with the the seven problem with the last up. man standing, they're anticlimactic. If something yeah. big happens to finish, you still have to wait like ten seconds before. Exactly, and so it's like they get up to eight. The guy's still unconscious. They get to nine. The guy pops up and stands up. Okay, he's good to go. <sighs> One punch to the face. He's back down. One. Two. And it's like, good Lord, we got to wait another 30 seconds before they do anything. You know, it's just, uh, it just drives me nuts. But, um, and, you know, I don't know. There's, I don't know. It's just something about the way that Cena sells that I just don't like. But, um, you know. It's what is. We'll we'll give our predictions whenever the time comes for that. I believe next week is when we have to do that. So, so anywho, next up we got to see the very strange Alicia Fox going up against the Divas Champion Paige. Uh, surprising win for Alicia Fox. Yeah. So um, and they say, well, she go she went crazy again, but yeah. I don't know what she's doing. She's no developing. Clue. She's getting people talking. That's all you can really ask for, right? She's, she's getting a reaction from the crowd. Yeah. She's pouring drinks all over herself. She's like this. Yeah. Did she do that? No. Oh. She needs to do the Carlton. No, she doesn't. Yeah. So. Permission uh, from her husband. What did you think about the matchup? Meh. 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 I mean, I, Doug. Meh. Uh, it was a short match. It was yeah, there wasn't much to it and it wasn't particularly good. Yeah. Um I guess uh the stuff they're doing with her that make you know, she has to get a win. I guess that's gonna be her next She's gonna be in a title match at yeah. payback. Because they don't have anyone else at the moment. You could tell King was like, What the get my give he he actually said bring my crown back over here. But <laughs> she slung that guy's drink all over the crown and everything. Mm-hmm. I bet he was like, What in the fuck? <laughs> Never again. JBL, how'd you get your uh, hat back? Yeah. You think that's his only one? <laughs> so uh, the next matchup we got to see Dolph Ziggler going up against Mark Henry in a beat the clock challenge. And uh this one ended up being a no contest after neither opponent could finish in the allotted time. So This was super bad. Yeah. This was real bad. Yeah. Uh Mark Mark did so man, God, I love you, Mark, and I hate to like talk bad about you but man like you can't just like look at the clock in there and be like and shrug your shoulders i know you're a big dude and you don't want to get in and out of the ring cause, i don't give a fuck <laughs> but don't look at the clock and be like get him in the ring no you got to go and get him and put it back in the <laughs> ring it all the reason why 
he didn't do it is because he took too much time to have fun with the fans. Right. Unlike what he did for you. Yeah. Um, Man. Yeah. But like, That's I don't some know. bull. Well, he was a heel whenever I touched him. He had every right. He should have broken my hand off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You're willing to make the sacrifice, huh? Well, I'd rather that than all this bullshit Alfian's like, no. Um, hey, man, throw me a shirt. But uh, I don't know. Man, I love Mark Henry, but this just was not good. Yeah. And it was not just his fault. I mean, he, he's... Poor booking. Yeah. Well, uh, well oh. they didn't put a good match together. Ziggler didn't do anything good. Henry didn't do anything good. Uh, And I don't like how the match just stops if you don't beat the clock. Yeah. A win and a loss is still a win and a loss, right? Who gets goes, the winner's purse? Right. I never talk about that. Anymore. Come on, man. Put some importance into the match, damn it. I'll yeah. just stop the fucking match. Yeah. So... What if, so RVD ends up winning the Beat the Clock Challenge, and he was attacked by Bad News Barrett, who says, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. No bloody yank is going to beat me for the title. Blech. So there you go. This uh, is the equivalent of, like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan saying USA or something like that. Yeah. It was cheap, cheap, cheap-ass cheap shit. <laughs> Which is, cheap, I, cheap, cheap, cheap. but I mean, I don't know. This is like, um, this is like when... In in the USA, when like the American dude tries to rally against the foreign hill, and he just wants like, or anytime they, they go to like Canada or something. Like yeah, that. I mean it's, I mean people speak about. I mean, he can he sounds eloquent when he talks, but I mean I don't know. Is he really a good promo? I don't know. We'll see if he's a good promo. This is just like cheap heat to me. Yeah, he just played to. But I guess it's fine to play to them. And because they play they, the uh, the theme that was also used by British Bulldog. Yeah, I like his I like his normal name a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, why was this all his only use on the show? That's yeah, that's a very good question. I know they did some dark main event stuff with him, yeah. but still, like he knocked out Triple H or something. Yeah, like that. which is I guess they don't want to do that on air, but no. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Like if you want if you want him to be to to connect with the crowd while he's there. Put him on the fucking show, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was just some cheap-ass shit that didn't come off very well to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they really they, get off uh, for people saying bloody yanks. Was that, did you see the spoilers for SmackDown? Did they use him on SmackDown? Uh, I glanced at the spoilers, but I didn't pay too much attention. But, I know that Bo Dallas made his debut there, uh, which well. is weird. I don't know. I just rolled my eyes at this like I roll my eyes at when they do some bullshit fake patriotism <laughs> usa shit i think it's the same thing i roll yeah. my eyes at both it's not it's not just a uk thing guys i roll my eyes <laughs> do it here too but. you just have to believe right so yeah i mean it was cheap yeah so next up we got to see uh renee young asking for adam rose and the crowd going absolutely insane chanting along uh, uh, da, da, oh uh, still not like completely bonded but we haven't seen that much Oh, 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 yeah! It was very, very strange. Um, he's fake British, right? Yes. Okay. I was like, why do they? I was he's, like, why do they like? He's trying to be Russell Brand. Right, basically. right, right. So I was like, why? I was like, at first it didn't connect. I was like, oh, that dude's British that he's pretending to be, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I got you. That's why they love him. And they're like, what is a rosebud? It's not to be a lemon. Hey, look! I'm not gonna. <laughs> 
I think he pulls the character off just fine. I just didn't know why they particularly loved him, you know? Right, but it, what I was referring more to his answers is, like, they weren't actually, like, But he's supposed to be a dumb rock guy. I suppose, yeah. Like, Russell Brand's kind of a oh. schmo, right? It's party time all the time. Where's my cheeseburger? There's my cheeseburger. His name is Clint. <laughs> oh, this I, is sort of, I sort of like the character. This is yeah. going to sound bad, but my mom, like... She sat down while I was watching it, and she's like, is he a sissy? I was like, what? <laughs> what? Wow. I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't know. I just got to see more from him. Wait, wait until you see his matches. I saw a couple of his matches on NXT, and they're just short. They're short matches. It's all about the entrance. But right. I guess they're actually did trying you, to develop his character it's different, a little bit. But, but, like, did you see anything when he's Leo Kruger? No. I did not. Is he, um, is Russell Brand like, uh, he seems unbearable. Is he a, actually a smart guy or is Russell Brand a dumbass? He is actually smart. What they're trying to do is Russell Brand in Get Him to the Greek okay, right, and right. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, like yeah, the characters makes... that he played right. in that movie. That's what they're trying to make him be. Yeah, I think he does a good job of pulling that off. Though. Yeah. So, he's just a party guy. I don't know how much legs that has. No. But he's doing a good job, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was like a story that came out over the weekend. It wasn't. I think it was like kayfabe news or something like that. And they were like, "What's, what is, um, ax, what is uh, Adam Rose's sucker actually made of?" And it's like, "Oh, could it be like LSD or something?" You know, like uh, what, what's he tripping on and make him, you know, hear the the sitar and all that. So, uh, but yeah, he uh, basically says, "Don't be a lemon to uh, to Swagger and Zeb Coulter and." Zeb's looking like he wants to tussle a little bit, and uh, Swagger takes it upon himself to yell at the cheeseburger and the other people, and sucker punch, him. sucker punch, yeah, Rose, and then uh, Rose gets the gets the one up on on Swagger, so it looks like we're building towards payback. So, yeah. Anything else from that? Uh, not really. I mean, yeah. Who is that bunny? But. Uh, Different people. Party bunny. But, uh, yeah, so that takes us into the uh, the main event of the evening, John Cena going up against Harper. Uh, this match ended up in a disqualification. Uh, the Usos were on Cena's side. The rest of the Wyatt family were on Harper's side. Uh, but the Wyatt family decides to take out the Usos and attack John Cena, causing a disqualification. Then they bring him up to the, uh, the top of the stage and count to ten signifying the last man standing match. So, what did y'all think about the matchup? It wasn't near, nearly as good as their first encounter, but uh, it was it was decent. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, different way to close out Raw, I guess. I don't know. Anytime with these last think, man standing You think matches. Cena felt like he had to throw the Hurricane around out there because Harper busted one out? Maybe. Probably. He's like, He's oh, like I- oh, I can't be outdone by this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's bigger than me, but I can't, you know. If he can do it, I got to do it, right? <laughs> so, Who can do the best Hurricanrana? Yeah. And so now, with much anticipation, two weeks gone, we now get this. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder people call you fat on Twitter. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown-ass woman. Uh, Brie had a bachelor party. The end. Bachelor party. <laughs> the end. <laughs> The end. Hey, guess what? Bree mode. 
Which is nothing. Just people just shouting pre mode the whole time. Uh, yep. She even shouts it in her match now. So well, isn't that what she refers to her like finish as now? I don't know. Uh, so they're all getting prepared to go to, um, or is it Mexico? Cabos. Cabo. But like before all that, they had a little talk between Summer Rae and uh, Eva. And uh, what did Eva say? It's like, because, uh, oh, Eva's like, are you going to Cabo? And it's like, yeah, everyone's going except you. Uh, so they had they broke up. I don't know how yeah, they broke up because we we call we missed last yeah. week, but uh, so they're not together anymore. They're not buddies. I don't know why they hate each other now. Yeah. So what this episode focused on was Bree's bachelorette party. Bree, Everything centered around the Bree, Nikki, and Eva, and then uh, also what's it called uh, Trinity. Was uh, not there because she uh, her eye. Yeah, okay, yeah. Basically, everybody everybody on the trip was at Nikki uh, was at Bree's bachelorette party except for Trinity, who and, was getting her eye looked at. And Summer Rae. And Summer Rae, who was everyone invited. hates. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, basically the whole thing was them partying it up, which did uh, consist of a lot of people saying Bree mode a lot, like Tyler mentioned, and then, um, no one doing anything remotely remote-ish. Uh it was just tons of drinks. They they, they 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 were drinking in a pool and no one got crazy. At a house and they went to they went to another place, I think. They just went to different places and stuff and uh Yeah, no one got crazy. They just said remote a bunch. Nothing happened. Um uh oh, some of uh Nikki's What's her friends name? came. Yeah, they're, they're all, all their friends came. Um, Eva Marie is a recovering alcoholic, and it was a big plot point this week that she, and she came off like uh, genuinely like sympathetic, and she, she didn't want to make a big deal about it and uh, put the attention on herself instead of, it was Bree's weekend, and she yeah. wanted it to be about her, but she was tempted by all the alcohol. She kind of broke down. She kind of broke down. She kind of left, and then... Uh, they confronted her about it. She sort of spilled the beans, and they kind of all bonded over Which, it. Which, you know, I mean, that was cool that they bonded, but, you know, it, she should have told her them from the beginning so she wouldn't have to go through, you know, the breakdown and all that stuff. But. Well, she see, she said that she felt it was important for her to go because uh, they're bonding or whatever. They're they're getting closer. So I can understand why she would go. Uh, Nikki and – I don't know which one said Nikki or Brie, but uh, they were saying that they – didn't like Eva Marie when she first started, but now, you know, they, well, they didn't. She was the summary whenever yeah. she first came on, but now summary is the new summary. <laughs> summary is the new summary. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess the first, but, uh, or I guess maybe she's the second Eva. I don't know. But, um, the other thing is, um, well, um, Natalia Natty was kind of like, uh, hey, we should go swim with dolphins and play butt butt and stuff like that. Everyone's like board games. Yeah, you're fucking nuts about your old lady. Take off that those granny pays and put on a thong. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And uh, basically, <laughs> she there is um, a scene where Nikki's in like a jacuzzi or something. She's talking about it. She's like, I bet John's gonna ask you to marry uh, him one day. And she's like, Nope. The only ring I'm getting is when I was like. The one I got when I was like twenty or whatever, and she's like, "Shut up! You have not been married before." And she was like, "Yep, I've been married." And 
basically they talk about uh, she got married to her high school sweetheart for like three years. They got it an older. But it was weird. It was like something, something. they were like uh, they never moved in or something or whatever, and they got. It was married. like a Vegas thing. They never talked to each other after that. Yeah, that's weird. And then like three years later, they realized they needed to get a annulled or divorce. I don't think you can get annulled after three years. I think that's no. Like, uh, it's a few months, right? Yeah, or it's a year. Like I don't know I don't what know. it is. Uh, then also, uh, Brie got uh, mad because she, you know, she told Natty and all that stuff. And then now, after that, they thought Natty's like, "Oh no, Natty's <laughs> gonna tell everybody." So okay, yeah. he's like, "I need to come clean and tell my family, and then tell John." Yeah, she's like, "I love Natty, but she's got a big mouth." So and yeah, yeah, so they basically like uh, after the bachelor party's over, they go home. She, her brother, I guess the Bella's brother bought a new house and their whole family's over there. The dad that we saw uh, last season that everyone was like, had shit with or whatever. He's back with the mom and the brother and I guess his wife and their dog or something. I don't know. They bought a new house. She comes over to tell them. She tells them the brother loses his shit just like Eve Marie's brothers do in the first season. Oh no, John's going to be pissed. And the dad was like, you know, that happens. He's like, no, that doesn't happen. You don't just, uh, you just don't get married and then not tell anybody for ten years. And it's like, I, I don't want to be part of this. He gets up and walks away. Like, what the fuck's going it's on? Like, who's? I've never seen siblings. <laughs> like, like I know that like this is a manufactured like reality show to like uh, create storylines, but whose siblings are they pattering these people after? Because that my sister would not like have the nerve to. To say that shit to me if she did i would be like get the fuck out of my house or something, you know <laughs> my sister would your sister ever talk to you that way no, about that? No, 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 no that's no one's sibling acts like that uh i can't but, believe you fucking did that shit i don't want to be part of your fucking life anymore bye <laughs> yeah it's just so weird that he would a would care enough to say that or and b like would be so ballsy i don't know it's, but uh, what well, was crazy it's like okay because her mom uh, I guess what was her sister and uh, and her uh, her dad were like you know just sitting there and then Nikki gets up and she's like sorry that I didn't tell y'all I was like it was just her brother that just said that why you have to be the smartest I mean it's not just I don't know yeah and that's really pretty much it the whole uh, show revolved around the bachelor uh, well, party also uh, Trini's uh, eyes fine yeah. she tried to rush back and John was like don't be fucking tripping or you're not ever gonna see a WrestleMania again or something like that. So uh, that's pretty much it. Preview for next week. Uh, she doesn't get to tell the John. Brother tells the John. brother tells John. The brother tells John. Like a fucking dickhead. God. Uh, yeah, so total weird sibling shit. Oh, mm. so how how'd you feel when uh, Nikki told you about she was married? Mm. No, yeah. Why didn't you tell him? No Vinny? Uh, no, Vinny. Oh, uh, I, I would. I imagine we'll see him next week because it's the wedding. So I imagine he'll be around. Next week and hopefully in the second part of the finale. Right. Next week is the part one of the season finale. Uh, I, I imagine the break will be longer this time because I think last time they ordered more episodes and that's why they went back so soon uh, to break. So I don't know. Well, I think it was announced like Two more weeks. sometime in September is when the next season be will, back. will kick off. And I heard they're adding uh, Rosa Mendez. Right. So I wonder if she's going to have, like, a, a boyfriend that we're going <laughs> to like or not like. I don't know. If she pushes back Vinny, I'm going to be pissed. Gonna like, be oh, it. yeah, we got more time with her. We, no, we need Vinny. There you go. I kind of like waiting for, like, Vinny to – Vinny and Ariana to break up and Vinny to start dating someone else on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of drama we need. Summer right? Ray. <laughs> 
Oh, Vinny and Summer Rae would be the ultimate team up. <laughs> God. <coughs> so we're. I wonder if they're gonna team up Rosa Mendez and Summer Rae. I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine liking anybody as much as Vinny. He's on the he's on the podcast pipe uh, pipe dream list. Yes. For <laughs> interviews we got for show. Sure. Number one pipe uh, pipe dream interview is Vinny. Number two is Kali. Uh, <laughs> maybe why? one day we can get him. Yeah, maybe. Never. Hopefully. Never. Sometime in the future. Oh. Soon. There you go. Anything else from you guys? Nah, we're done. Okay. Wrap it up, B. Girl, bye. <laughs> Forgot we did that. <laughs> and now, the Legends House. Give me a break. This Tony motherfucker, man. Legends never die. They just get dead. Jimmy, I'm going to kill you. Holy balls. So now it's time for Legends House. Um, I only Holy watched it w- one time, and it was on Thursday. They did sneak another Holy Balls on here. Um, this Does week, they have any shirts? They need to make shirts to say Holy Balls. They need balls. to make shirts for Gene Okerlund to say Holy Balls. Uh, this week, they had um, they had to do like pool exercises, um, and they were all like, you know, getting excited that Ashley was in the pool in a bikini. Um, but then the, uh, the main focus was that they had to do some art to, uh, to be auctioned off for a charity event. So was all the LARPing shit this week or is that next? The what? The live action role playing stuff. That'll be next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch the LARPing episode. Done me, (laughs) done me down for that one. But, uh, no, for this one they had to, they had to make pieces of art, their own original art. And so. And he painted balls. (laughs) <laughs> Painted balls, yes. Uh, no, they immediately all started turning to Tony Atlas, you know, because he's the only one who does that in his spare time. And as soon as they, you know, find out what they're doing, they're oh, Tony, and he's like, nope, nope, nope. He stands up and walks out. And he's like, have fun doing your art stuff. I'm not doing it. Bye. And they're, you know, they're all trying to get him. You know, hey, Tony, it's for it's for charity. <laughs> uh, so uh, he paints feet, huh? He paints feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tony Ellis paints feet. Yeah. No, he does not. Or shoes. No, nope, not in this one. Oh, okay. Um So basically they have uh, they have like eight canvas canvases and they have to choose like six um, out of the eight that they make or whatever. So anyways, everyone's trying to get Tony to come and work with them. Come on, come work with me. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it because every time I try and offer opinions, y'all tell me to shut up. So I'm not doing it. Um, and so... Do they show some of his past work or anything? Uh, like, well, I mean, throughout the throughout the series, they've shown him sketching and stuff like good? that. He's pretty he's pretty decent. You know, he'll take a picture and put it up in the corner and you know, kind of sketch the uh, sketch the drawing. So you know, he does he does it as a hobby. Right. He doesn't do it, you know, you know, to try and sell them. Um, but you know, it's he does decent work. Um, although I'm not exactly a, an art critique. So, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so they're all you know trying to come up with ideas of what to do, and they you know they can't come up with anything. And um, you know I, th- I think it was um, Finkel and I th- want to say uh, Pat Patterson who's trying to come up with you know ideas, and they're you know they have like a little sketch pad, and they're drawing like just a mountain and one tree and you know a river and stuff like that. And uh, Atlas kind of you know peeks over and sees what they're doing, and he goes and gets some. Uh, some um, postcards and he puts it on and he's like, you know, if you're going to do it, you want to, 
try and do it this way and, you know, make sure, make sure you get your shading right. And so they're like, that's what, you know, that's what we wanted from you. That's, you know, we weren't trying to, you know, get you to do all the work. We just wanted you to help us figure out how to do this. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll help you guys out. Um, so he helps them and, you know, they end up doing all kinds of different, uh, artwork. One of them was, you know, each of the legends put their hand in a different color ink and put their handprint on the, on the canvas. And then they all autographed it. And so they would sell that. So they did preschool art. Exactly. They did, <laughs> essentially they did finger painting. Right. That's, well, I mean, to the T, they put some paint in random locations and they all just put their hands and, you know. Wow. Someone made a turkey out of their hand. <laughs> yeah. You know, just about, but, um, you know, and then, uh, Tony did his own one, which was a, a, a clown, um, and uh, so that one went in. The handprint went in. Uh, there were a couple others that went in that you know weren't that good, and you know they were trying to do one of them that was a crossword. And you know Gene's like, "Who the hell would buy a crossword?" You know, there's, you know, but uh, uh, I mean it was entertaining at least. But uh, you know they so they pick out the the painting structures that they want. Um, and they're like, okay, it's going to be show, uh, showcased at this location, and all the proceeds are going to charity. So uh, just make sure you're there on time. And so they go there, and you know they're like, oh, okay, we're we're a little bit early, so let's check out the spread. And you know they have the the art, and they also have some you know large photos of the of the legends themselves. And they're like, oh, this is pretty nice. And you know they got food and stuff like that. And they're like, the only thing we don't have is people. You know, and it does a little pan around, and there's no one in there, and so Jimmy Hart, you know, he's like always, you know, always on top of, of my game. I got to, you know, figure out a plan. And so he looks off to the side and he's like, there happens to be an art expo going on just down the road. And so he gets his megaphone and starts telling, hey, everybody, come on out and check out the Legends artwork. It's all going to charity. And so it shows him getting pictures taken and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, sure enough, it fills up and they're like, man, we had all kinds of people and people walking their dogs and you know, high class people and low class people, all kinds of people in here. Um, and so they ended up selling, a, you know, quite a bit of their artwork. And um, so it turned it out, turned out OK. And they would autograph some of the pictures of themselves that were also sold as well. So uh, but yeah, next week is the one to look forward to where they do yeah. the live action role play. So LARP. be on the lookout for that one. So I feel like there was more to the episode that I missed, but. You know, you get the gist. So yeah, so there you go. That was Legends House. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the good storyteller. You guys are. So uh, <clears throat> that'll take us into the uh, hot topics. Um, Want to send congratulations out to Daniel Deering for this week's Top Rope Tuesday Clutch City winner. All right. So we'll be uh, we'll be getting your information from that. So uh, excellent answer, excellent response for the uh, Daniel Br- Cyber Brian and Demon Wyatt. Uh, on that one, so um, uh, Thomas Lewis fact check pending. Yes, of <laughs> course. So um, so yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, do we have a uh, challenge for this week, guys? Butts, butts. <laughs> Lots send of us bu- pictures of your butt. No, don't send us pictures of your butt. <laughs> do not send us pictures of your butt. You're trying to get a lawsuit. We're gonna get our page taken down. No, do not. I repeat, do not send us pictures. Do not send us pictures of your butt. We don't want to see it. We did not ask that. Bear butts. No, no bear butts. No bear. No B A 
R E or B E A R butts. None of them. No derrieres, no posteriors. What what do you say? No to, cabooses. Uh, <laughs> no trunks. No. Okay. Well, no what booties. What do you say to uh, asking people to put their favorite or diva that they like on Total Divas and tell why, or tell us why they don't like Total Divas? Is that too much? Too many options. Too many options. Too many options. Uh, shit. Who's your favorite diva? Tell us why. Favorite on, diva on one. Total Divas. What? Trinity. Yeah. But why? Because I fucking said. Butts. <laughs> okay, so this week's challenge. <laughs> Come on, that was totally. Comment your favorite Total Diva <laughs> star. Comment your Total Diva, or your favorite Total Diva's butt. No! <laughs> butts. Pages at. At Pages at. So there you go. Comment your favorite Total Diva and why for this week's Top Rope Tuesday Clutch City Productions Challenge. <laughs> Bear so, no more butts. Hey, you guys should thank those uh, dudes. Yes. Uh, for putting up all that free stuff for you guys. Yikes, um, yeah. You can do that by liking their pages, following them on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, sending them a message, them monetarily by buying shit from them. Yeah. And uh, tell them that we sent you. So Absolutely. Do that. There you go. Good stuff. So other hot topic news for this week. Uh, Vince McMahon, I don't know if you guys have heard. Uh, you no guys, longer a billionaire? No longer a billionaire. Lost more money than we will ever see in our lives Damn. combined. So uh, really sad stuff. Uh, oh, stocks, chump change. Stocks went down and uh, lost about $350 million. So uh, sucks to happen. Change because that's, I guess that's why I'm working this job. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, have, I don't have that chump change. Millions of dollars. I don't have that chump change. Yeah, you he wish lost. you had that chump change. Damn, Vince. Vince may have lost the shirt off his back. So, so he'll just go buy another one. He's Damn. okay. He's okay. Well, if he that. enters our contest, he may yes. win one. Men a shirt. Yes. All he's got to do is send us a picture of his butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bear butt. God. I don't know. I'm sorry. Where does this come from, Doug? <laughs> I don't know what why. happened. I don't, I'm so tired. I think for some reason I'm tired, and I think this is hilarious. Right yeah. Now. So we're gonna keep talking about it. It's random. So, uh, well. So guys, I got a question this week. It's about butts. We gotta push through. We're almost there, and then we can go home. And, oh my yeah. gosh! I was supposed to be out tomorrow. I gotta work. There's yeah. Gonna be a lot of people Fuck. gonna comment, and they're gonna say butts for Lots next week. Lots of butts, and we don't need it. So uh, you're gonna shit your pants <laughs> whenever you go to view the comments and they're like photos of people's ass. That's all it's going to be. Just nothing but butts. So I hope you're proud of yourself. Hopefully, this page is ass. So other hot topic news: <laughs> Kevin Steen reportedly rumored to be offered a WWE deal. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like they would water down his character too much. How about you guys? Uh. Would you guys like to see Kevin Steen in the WWE? Well, fight Steen, fight. I mean, he I don't definitely know how they're gonna use him. Uh, a lot of the reason he's over is sort of how he talks and the way he interacts with people, and mm-hmm. I don't know that he could get away with that either. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a good wrestler. I'm not saying he's not good in the ring, but um, I don't know what he would do, like character wise. But uh, I mean, I think he does. I think he deserves a shot. I mean, yeah, just to see what he can do. Yeah, I mean. I'm happy for him. Yeah. I don't know that it, what he does translates to what they want, though. Supposedly, they offered Willie Mack one, too. Or maybe... 
pending some test or something. I don't know. Hmm. I heard I heard that he got offered, and then I heard they it wasn't quite so done of a deal. And then uh, I'm not sure. But yeah. supposedly him too. Another one that was uh, supportedly ru- rumored that to be heading WWE's way is Kenta. So what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I like Kenta, but I mean, basically, it took all his moves, so he's gonna have to have a whole <laughs> new move set. Yeah. You're gonna be like, uh, hey, he stole CM Punk's move. Hey, he stole Daniel Bryan's move. Hey. Yeah. This guy's nothing but a thief. No, it's the other way around. Yeah. No, but Kenta's is good. Uh, How funny would it be if he came in and was like, "I'm here for one reason and one reason only to reclaim my moves, which right. you guys stole." <laughs> yeah, but no, he's good. I mean, um, he could do the uh, what's it called? Uh, inverted or is it inverted or reverse uh, GTS? Was was it called? Uh, well, rev- it's inverted, but inverted is when the position is flipped. Reverse is when the action is reversed. Oh, gotcha. So it would be like inverted. But yeah, Kenta's good. I mean, I like Kenta. Yeah. Uh, in we TNA, saw, we we saw oh. Kenta live. Uh, maybe was it five years ago? I don't know. Was it two thousand eight, two thousand nine? I want to say two thousand nine. We saw him at Supercard of Honor four, maybe. Hmm. Uh, against Davey Richards. It was a oh. good match. Yeah. So uh, in TNA news, uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian are gone uh, from TNA. They're supposedly uh, Daniels is heading to Ring of Honor. Yep, um, and maybe cast you. That'd be a good fit. They had like a, they did a thing where they kind of showed like a shadowy figure with Daniel. So they're just assuming it's Kaz, but he's still on TV for the next few weeks. <laughs> so that may be why they've uh, done that. Yeah. And I know, Doug, you wanted to talk about the next uh, hot topic uh, for, for Rudo Resurrection. Uh, well, I know that we have quite a few gamers who listen to this. And um, I just personally want to plug this because I'm um, a big fan of Chikara. And uh, this is a video. They're doing a Kickstarter. Well, Chikara themselves is not doing the the Kickstarter. It's Rotary Games, who is the game, the company that's developing the Chikara video game, are doing a Kickstarter for Rudo Resurrection, which was the same game that they had um, sort of sort of got kicked around a bit a couple of years ago. I think it was like 2010 ish, maybe. But uh, they're doing a Kickstarter. Uh, you can probably just Google search Rudo Resurrection Kickstarter and find it or search that on the Kickstarter site. Um, basically what it is is it's a 2.5D style uh, side-scrolling, like beat-em-up, like your Double Dragon type things, uh, games like that in that vein uh, with the Chikara characters. Um, you can go and look at the video. They have like a proof-of-concept video um, with... You know, a few few backgrounds, a few a few guys doing some stuff, just showing you that, um, you know, an idea of what they're working on, but uh, nothing nothing too deep. But uh, they're looking for fifty thousand um, dollars, and I believe they have as of now about five days in. They've got about seven thousand or so, and uh, I believe June fourteenth is the deadline. So go check out the rewards. Uh, they've got T-shirts. They've got um, uh, well. They've got the game, obviously, early access to the game. I know they have, like, um, soundtracks, soundtracks, PDF, like, art stuff, shirts. Um, Credits. Yeah, all kinds of shit. Just go look it out. It's cool. Um, I would uh, really like to see you get funded. Um, I would really like the game. And um, I just think it's cool. Just go check it out. I um, really like to see you get made. Also, um, Tyler and I are talking about maybe trying to start covering um, Chikara more in-depthly. Um, this is not a sure thing because Tyler laughed whenever he told <laughs> me that he would do it. So we're not sure 
how committed we are to this, and I'm not going to be the only one talking about it. But um, there is an iPay-Per-View this Sunday. Um, I have a lot of love for Chikara, and I have a lot of faith in Chikara. And um, if this and you are Chikara. This is a very good like jumping-on point. Uh, they're back. This is their first show back. It's going to be on iPay-Per-View. You can pick it up for, uh, I, want, I believe it's $15 from SmartMart. Smart Mark Video on Demand, smvod.com. Go order the show. It's this Sunday. I believe it's 3 p.m. Eastern, maybe. Uh, I would I would almost say I guarantee a good show, but, you know, knowing some of these, some of the fans, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to guarantee anything. But no, Kali. Yeah. No, I, um, I would really urge people to check this out. We're going to see about if I can't talk to these guys into more coverage of it. Or trying to do something with it, but um, check out the show. It's um, it's something I have a lot of faith in and a lot of love for, and I just want to see them do well. So please go check those things out, and I would appreciate it. And I, I think you would find that you'd appreciate it too. <coughs> Very cool. Uh, one other bit of hot topic news: we want to send a thank you out to the WWE for sending us a copy of uh, WWE WrestleMania 30 and the Greatest Factions uh, Blu-ray. Uh, so we're going to be giving our review either uh, next week or uh, maybe on uh, on YouTube sometime this week. So be on the lookout for that. So really cool stuff. Uh, but now it's time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question comes to us from Thomas. Drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Saying, so I think we've all established that Cyborg Brian would be the greatest human-robotic hybrid. But I'd like, But I thought I'd see your guys' views on a matter. If you could have any technology incorporated into your body, what would it be and why? I want a robot butt. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, technology. Just send hmm. us a picture of your robotic butt. <laughs> God. <laughs> Thomas, send us a picture of your robot butt. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A web browser implanted into your brain. So you could access the internet without having to look at your phone. What if you want Google Glass eyeballs? How about that? Like the iPhone want, from Futurama where they put it into your eye and it projects a little screen? I want robotic wings I don't plus, know that much about Futurama. plus a jetpack. You want a what plus wings a jetpack? Wings and a jetpack. Wings and a jetpack. I want I? a jetpack butt. <laughs> <laughs> so that means you would fart? Does it, yeah, does it flatulence projectile? No. I want to be Inspector Gadget. Go go gadget dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll go the simple one. Give me like a oh, web, you say dick. web say browser. Give me a web browser. Dick. No. Oh. You want a web browser in your mind? Yeah. Or your dick. I wouldn't Sorry, have to worry. I can go on a quiz quiz show and no one would know. That'd be really cool. Win lots of money. Okay. That's as good of an answer as any. Yeah. Okay. You win. All right. Your prize is Thomas is going to just send you a picture <laughs> no! of his robo-butt. I don't want robo-butt. I don't want any butt. Paige his ass. Oh, thank you for the question, Thomas. Uh, next question coming hey, to us. don't forget to check that uh, Daniel dude's uh, stuff out. Get on that, Lucian. Or you're yes, not getting yes. paid. Yeah. So He's getting paid? <laughs> We're not even getting paid. So next question coming to us from our buddy Ben Foles saying, Hey, lads, any rumors are saying uh, Seamus is joining Evolution? What are your thoughts on it? Plus, great show as always. But I have to say, I am anti-Kali. Sorry, guys, <laughs> but keep up the good work. Thank you, Ben Foles. You are my boy now. You are my buddy. 
Ben, uh, ben, talk to Seth if you Ben, chance. that's the joke, uh, buddy. Come yeah, on. It's keep, joke. Up. Yeah. keep up. That's the joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're my boy. I mean, didn't we? We talked about this last week, whatever. We thought, or week before, or something. If he, you know, I don't really see. Hill. I don't see where he fits in. I mean, yeah. unless they're going to drop the whole future, past, present thing. Right. Because I don't really see him as the future or the present with the <laughs> way he's been booked. Um, in between, I mean, I think he's fine as the uh, the hired muscle in like Batista's spot. If Batista's going to leave for a while, if right. that's what they're talking about, but uh, I don't know that he fits the concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they, but if they're like saying fuck the concept, I mean, he's a fine muscle guy. I mean, what? You know? Mm. I don't. I don't think it would fit. That's just my my. Thought. He is Trips' boy, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is, but I don't know. I just don't see it as a good fit. I don't know when no. they were both uh, during that stretch of time when uh, Orton and uh, Sheamus were like number two and number three baby faces respectively, and they just kept double teaming Big Show the whole time as <laughs> the baby faces. They had like you remember when they had all those like uh, handicap matches where they had the numbers advantage on them and they still cheated. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of fits, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But thank you for the question, Ben. Next question coming to us from Rhett Davis saying, uh, Bray Wyatt's demon wins hands wins this hands down. Uh, it would possess the human side of D Borg and force him to use the rockets on himself. As for a question, what are the top 10 worst factions of all time? Too much work. Too much work. Uh, uh, how about top two worst factions or even one? Go for it. Spirit Squad. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any else at, at the moment. The menagerie that's going on <laughs> over at TNA. I'm not liking that. Didn't they do a thing? Well, it's a faction that's a faction that consists of how many? I would say three or more. Uh, Just two is tag. Three would be a faction. The Rhinestone Cowboys. <laughs> Anything? Know. I don't know. Nothing? Damn. Uh, shit. <laughs> I know you would say that. I know they I were. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Just say it. I didn't just say anything. Say no. Just say it. Say I didn't say anything. Say They were not the best, but. okay? They were not the best. <laughs> just say it. Nope. Daniel wants me to say the oddities. He said the oddities. So no. Doug, how about you? Fuck <laughs> Get you right into that. <laughs> that was Daniel. He was humming the Oddities theme song. That motherfucker hey, doesn't like the Oddities. What if I'm just humming it because I like it? Well, Did you ever you, think about why that? Why would you hum that randomly? Oh, do you guys know that Kurgan was in that movie that... Uh, yes. Oh, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Tell me, Doug. I didn't know. <laughs> Isn't that new uh, Paul Walker Yeah. Movie? Oh, yeah, I knew that. Hey, fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's faction go? I'm not answering any more questions. All right. So final question coming to us from our good friend, Seth, uh, saying, here's my hard-hitting question for the crew. Have you reached out to WWE and the great Kali for an interview? Uh, When do you you have him on for a segment? Which Kali matches? Or when you do have him on for a segment, uh, which Kali matches would you want to talk with him about most and why? Hashtag Kali for life. 
Hashtag WNS brain chop. Uh, well, it is a pipe dream. Uh, something we hope to accomplish one day. Maybe. But uh, he is under contract, so... Very difficult. Very difficult. Um, we will try our best to hopefully one day have him on the show. Uh, but we cannot promise you anything. Um, I don't know. I liked his match with Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan like had just started the company. It was like right after the NXT stuff, or maybe even during. No, they didn't take him off the NXT at first. Yeah, it was right after he got off the whole NXT thing. Mm. Um, I believe he also had a good match with Batista in that same little time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan, not Cully, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right before Batista left. Cool. All right, so there you go. Thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video. Also, our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us on Player.fm, uh, Beyond Pod, and Stitcher. Shit. Uh, go to smvod.com and order Chikara's eye pay-per-view. You only live twice this Sunday. I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern. Do it. You'll thank Yolo. me later. It should be a good time. And uh, for Twitter, uh, the main site's at WNSource. We are at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. And make sure to check out our buddies from TopRopeTuesday.com, also ClutchCityProductions.com. Go support John David Garrow, who's going to be out at Comic Palooza in Houston yeah. this weekend. So we're going to go out there and say hey to him. Also, AsteroidBeltCompany.com. Yeah. So really cool stuff. If you're in the Houston area, check out Comic Palooza. There's going to be yeah, a lot of stuff going be, on. Yeah, if you're going to be out at Comic Palooza on Sunday, definitely be on the lookout for us. We'll be out and about having some fun. Uh, was it? Uh, Booker T's ROW will be there. Yeah. And, uh, NWA Houston will be there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And our good buddy Tex Lone Star will be out there as well. So, will looks it? like it's going to be a fun show. He? I believe so. I think so. I'll double check. I, I was going to say, I, I can't say it because I'm not for sure. Yeah. So, there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Butts. See more Butts? Yes. That's dumb. I'm Doug. And we'll catch you all next week. Send us your Butts. <laughs>